let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC, it's day two of our fall getaway guide, and it would be ridiculous if we let this week go by without talking about the most obvious of fall activities, leaf peeping. We've got a studio full of producers today to talk through the best local spots to see beautiful foliage, all without a car. It's Tuesday, September 26th. I'm Priyanka Tilve, and here's what DC is talking about. Susanna, Julia, Kayla, hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. So excited to talk fall with you. I'm a big fan of just fall generally, but also especially the way the trees all change. And like, I feel like when people think of leaf peeping in the area, they think of Shenandoah. That's the obvious. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's not only is it the obvious one, but it's like you make a whole day trip out of it. You're there in like your sweater, you're cozy. You're there in your little bean boots. You're strolling along. You're looking at all of the gorgeous scenery outside of New England. I think Shenandoah is like, and Skyline Drive in particular, is like one of the best places to see leaves and the changing colors in the fall. Yeah, pretty spectacular. Yeah, fully agree. But as someone who doesn't have a car... I am very grumpy about the fact that there is no way to get there otherwise. Like, we, why is there no... We can carpool. We can carpool. Well, sure. And I would love to go leave peeping with you, Julia. But, like, why isn't there a bus to Skyline Drive or, like, in, a train stop that takes it's you anywhere near there? It's like, Yeah, you're right. It's, it's gatekeepy and it makes me mad. And so that kind of inspired us to talk about places that you can see pretty leaves and not have to own a car. So yeah, I mean, Susanna, you were looking into Harper's Ferry, right? Which is like a cool spot to try out. Yeah. So actually the time I went to Harper's Ferry was in February. So I would say not ideal Harper's Ferry time, but you know, I went for Valentine's Day. It's just a a little town teeming with romance, but I think more than that, it's a wonderful place to go for fall foliage because it's basically all a national historic park. So you can get there really easily via Amtrak. I got tickets on Amtrak for $14. It takes oh, about an hour. Yeah, it's really great. And you can stay at a B&B there. It's a really cute little town. And there's so many different opportunities to check out the trees. One fun thing is that it's on the AT. It's actually sort of known as, they call it the psychological halfway point of the AT. As an Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So it's not geographically 
the center of the trail, which goes from Georgia to Maine, Maine to Georgia. But it is sort of the mental halfway point for hikers who are doing the whole thing. So that's a fun thing to see hikers along the way. They're, you know, feeling really good. Um, you can hike part of it, or I guess, you know, if you're really ambitious and want to do more. Harper's Ferry is at the confluence of the two major rivers in the area, the Potomac and the Shenandoah, which means it's just like a really cool space to look at trees, but also see the water. And there's this area called the Point, which is sort of near John Brown's Fort, which is an area you can very easily Google Maps when you're in Harper's Ferry. You can both see a really pretty view of the confluence of these rivers, but also you get to see three whole states, which is really fun. Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia. There's just tons to do there. There's the CNO Canal Trail, just a ton of ways to like be out in nature, be in a cool little getaway away from DC that's really not that far. And because it's a national park and has all of those beautiful hiking trails, it's like an obvious spot to see pretty leaves. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really great. I guess my like tip for the area is that I'm a a little bit of a history nerd and there's a ton of really interesting history there. Uh, If you like historical tours or maybe ghost tours, some fun things to do in the fall, they offer a lot of that at Harper's Ferry. So you can really make the most of a trip to see leaves and also just really enjoy the area. Yeah, I feel like this is also one of the ones that's more like getaway-y versus some of the other ones we're going to talk about. But it's also like this, this really gives like New England leaf peeping vibes, which I think is what people consider like the goal. And so, I mean, you mentioned the like stay at a cute little Airbnb. There's a lot of history and like all of that atmosphere, I think, adds to the foliage you'd see there. Yeah, definitely. Going in a completely different direction, Kayla, you were looking at like what foliage opportunities there are in Alexandria, right? Yeah. So a little closer to home, but still like something special, especially, you know, if you live here in the district, is just taking the metro down to Alexandria. Or if you want to make it a really special trip, you can take the water taxi, which will land you right, you know, on the waterfront. So you can take the yellow line. It's a bit of a walk. I think it's like 15, 20 minutes down to the water, getting off at the King Street Station. It's, I think, similar to Harper's Ferry is the fact that, like, yes, there's a lot of great foliage there and there's a lot of beautiful trees and parks, but there's very much it's like a day trip. Like there's things to do that are fall oriented. You know, there's like, again, historical tours, ghost tours, restaurants, like little cafes with pumpkin spice lattes. It's the whole vibe is like very much perfect for those like fall excursions um, and to really show off your fall fits. If you're looking at like specifically for trees and foliage, I would recommend going to James Point Park, which actually has one of the largest silver maples in the area. And like you really can't miss it. It's like this bright red, enormous bright red tree Mm -hmm. in the middle of the park. That's absolutely gorgeous. I have photos Um, of it and it's great. Yeah, it's huge. (laughs) Um, And then Fort Ward Park um, is also has like dozens and dozens of red and orange trees. And I guess they have six state champion trees there, which I'm not entirely sure what that means, but I I think it's a good thing. It's really a great option if you don't have a car. and it's like a day trip, right? You don't need to spend the night. You don't need to like go out of your way. It's like literally 20 minutes. And I think the trolleys in Alexandria are free as well. So if you get off the metro and you don't want to walk down to the waterfront, there's a, a trolley oh, a runs on tip. King Street. Yeah. Nice. One of my favorite things to do 
also is if you have a bike, I love biking down like the Mount Vernon Trail down to Alexandria. It just has like beautiful foliage. It's like the wind is in your hair. It's so it's just so luxurious. Yeah. And coming off the humidity of summer, it's just nice to be able to do like physical activity outside in the fall and not just like drown in your sweat. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to get dressed up, DC. So Others Might Eat is having its Young Professionals Network Spring Soiree. That's to help raise funds for homelessness in DC. The gala is on the evening of May 17th at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. There will be live music from DJ Heat from the Washington Wizards, photo booths, food, and even a special appearance by a former actor from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. There will also be a canned food drive, so be sure to bring a few cans to support Sum's Food Pantry. Grab tickets before they're gone at sum.org slash spring soiree. That's S-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash spring soiree. See you there. Capitol Crescent Trail is also a good place to bike and see foliage, right, Julia? Yeah, so this is the one that I tend to go to with my family. Obviously, like, I grew up in Bethesda, so this one is extremely convenient for my family and myself. The way to get there if you're trying to get there via public transport is option A, take a bus into Georgetown, come from the south and go in that way. You can take the circulator bus in Georgetown, too. Any bus that crosses the bridge from Roslyn into Georgetown, any of those buses will get you there. The other option is if you're taking Metro proper, get off at the red line at the top of the trail in Bethesda. One of the cool things about the Capitol Crescent Trail, at least for me, is it's just like seven miles of unadulterated, no cars, urine nature foliage. Um, But yeah, this one is definitely, it's not for the faint of heart if you're going to do all like seven miles of it. Bring water bring snacks, like make a whole thing out of it. I did it with my family, took us like three and a half hours to walk it. We were kind of walking at like a a brisk pace, but it was also the summer. So we're like pouring sweat. I imagine the fall, it's a little easier, but wear comfortable walking shoes. The other thing you can do, the one thing that my brother and I used to do growing up was we would take little like side quests, especially closer to the Potomac River. Uh, because the trail like parallels it, there's like woods everywhere, it just surrounds it. So you can just like hop off the trail. And there are little like different trails that like curve back around and go back to the section of land that has like pavement on it. You can take a scooter on it. You can bike on it. You can rollerblade on it. You can anything with wheels except for a car, you can probably do on it. So highly recommend. I will say that's one of my favorite bikes in the city. Like one of my favorite Sunday activities, especially in the fall, is like to start. I start from the Georgetown end. Yep. Um, and it's all like very faintly uphill towards Bethesda. <laughs> and that means that on the way back, you've like done all your, your workout and like you can just kind of like zoom along past the river um, and all the way down into Georgetown to get yourself like a little ice cream or a little coffee or something to round out your trip. It's a perfect bike ride. I, I don't know if I would walk yeah. it. That seems hard. If, if you're getting on, like there are different points where you could get off, like you could get off at Massachusetts Avenue. You can get off near the sea and Canal, but like I highly recommend, like, if you're planning on doing this and you're just like, I'm gung-ho, I'm going to walk seven miles today and just peep the foliage, like, please wear comfortable shoes, please bring water, like, mentally prepare yourself to be, like, kind of sweaty at the end. 
one also, thing I recommend. Yeah. Note that it's seven miles one way. Yeah. So you would have to come back. Well, yeah. And I mean, you did just describe how you can use public transportation to get to either end yep. of the trail. So you can just get back home that way. Yep. So that's pretty sick. I love that. Um, and I love the little side adventures that you and your brother would go on because that oh, yeah. like just adds a whole different level to the like nature aspect of it. If, if you like kind of want a hike, but you don't really want a hike, this is for you. Well, also, if you want to hike but don't really want to hike, Windy Run Park is a really good spot to check out. It's in Arlington. And there's actually a lot of great like hike type spots in Arlington that are leisurely, easy to get to, but you walk a few minutes and you forget that you're in the city, which is really cool. And so Windy Run, the best way to get there is to take the 55 bus, which you can get from the Roslyn Metro stop. Like it's one of those many bus stops right outside the Metro. And so you take the 55 bus, it's a 10 minute walk from there to the actual park. And it's a really cool spot because like I said, it feels like you're not really in the city anymore. It's 14 acres. There's a waterfall right along there called Cow Falls, like C-A-O Falls, if you want to route to that while you're walking around. And the falls go directly into the Potomac. So it's pretty because then you're right along the water again and like right across from Georgetown. Another cool thing about it is that if you do have kids, there's a park really close to there called Woodmont Park, which has a jungle gym. So you can always like tire out the children there <laughs> if the hike doesn't do it for them. But yeah, it's like very secluded. So that makes it a really good spot to see foliage because there aren't that many people there. Like Now we're advertising them. We're ruining the seclusion. I know. That's true. Don't all go at once. Coordinate with each other. We'll, we'll help you. But yeah, it's just like really beautiful. And then because it's on the water, you can see all of the like colorful trees on the other side of the Potomac too, you know? Hot tip, if you do want to make it like a full day thing, there aren't a lot of places to get food near the falls or like near... Windy Run Park itself. So definitely grab food near Roslyn, like near the metro, take it with you, and then you can have a little picnic right by the falls, which would be really beautiful. That sounds so nice. That does sound so lovely. Right? Oh my God. Yeah, it's a, it's a great way to spend it's a day. It's a field trip. Exactly. <laughs> we should have done this from there. That's what we should we have done. We should have done the live taping by the falls in the background. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Superimpose that in. Oh, we'll do it next year. That's a great idea. Exactly. But we know that some of our listeners are too lazy to even go to Arlington, which like, I don't know if I blame them. So <laughs> let's throw in one option for people who like really, really don't want to leave the city, but want to see some pretty trees. Julia, what do you got? Okay. Theodore Roosevelt Island is like technically in between <laughs> DC and Arlington, right? Like it's in the middle of the river. It's, it's an island. Like you are probably going to have to cross the bridge to get to Roslyn to get there. I'm sorry, but like <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures, you know, in terms of getting there, uh, the GW trail, you can bike it or walk it. And also you can take the Metro to Roslyn and then walk there. The cool thing for me about Roosevelt Island is that like, it's straight up an island. Like you are, <laughs> you are in nature. Like there are sections that have like wooden boards and slats and some of them have gravel on it, but like you're in the woods. You are on an island in the middle of the Potomac River. In terms of trails, there's the Woods Trail. It's a short little third of a mile trail. It's right through the heart of the island. It includes the Memorial Plaza with the statue and the fountains. That one is paved. If you're looking for something a little bit more adventurous, 
uh, there's the Upland Trail, which is a three quarter mile trail, which goes the width of the island, passes through some forests, loops around the former site of the Mason Mansion, which is kind of cool, uh, but runs all the way through. And if you're really like, I am up for an adventure, you could do the Swamp Trail, which is a mile and a half, and it's a, it's a loop around the island. Um, it just takes you all along the coast of the island. It passes through, like, swamp woods and cattail marshes. Sections of it are pea gravel, and some of it is boardwalk, but, like, you're on dirt and rock. But, yeah, there's options for kind of everyone. In that That's program. awesome. Yeah. Okay, really so cool. we've gone through a bunch of options. This weekend, which spot are you going to go to to see foliage? Teddy Roosevelt Island. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, you make a day of it. Like, you just decide, you know what, I'm going to wake up. Hopefully it's not too crowded. You go there. You do your mile and a half loop. You get as close to the Potomac as you can get without actually stepping foot into the Potomac. <laughs> you see the leaves. It's all pretty. And then when you're done, you just pop into Georgetown for, like, a coffee or lunch or a snack or whatever you want to do. That's my move. I really want to check out Harper's Ferry. I've been before, but not in fall. And I really want to do some hiking and climbing there. And, yeah, I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. Tomorrow, September 27th, will be my one year anniversary of living in D.C. Woo! And so maybe Congrats. I'll celebrate by leaving D.C. and going to Alexandria. The there water taxi sounds really cool. Um, I've never done it's that. It's actually so. really fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah. You feel like you're like in Venice or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Alexandria is my pick, too, because the trees that you talked about really sold me. I mean, any time of year, I would be enticed by that, but especially when it comes to foliage. Yeah. A true leaf peeper. Indeed. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. This was so fun. Thanks, Priyanka. Thank you. Yeah. See you guys out there. And before you go, here's some quick news. If you're going to be driving in Arlington, there's a new traffic law that you need to know. Drivers can now face a fine up to $500 if they don't stop completely for pedestrians who are in the crosswalk. The previous law only required drivers to yield, but that led to some incidents of pedestrians being dangerously cut off. Also, Bancroft Elementary School in Mount Pleasant now has too many higher-income families to qualify for the Title I federal grant. That's $90,000 that the school is losing. A decade ago, 77% of Bancroft students received free and reduced cost meals. Now, only about 25% of the students are eligible, an indication of the area's gentrification. Some are worried about Bancroft remaining a multiracial and bilingual school. And lastly, dangerous incidents that killed or injured patients in Maryland's hospitals have more than tripled between 2019 and 2022. Experts say the dangerous missteps are likely fueled by staffing shortages and the strain of the pandemic, but they also may reflect larger systemic failures. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend who loves traipsing around the leaves in their fall fit. And subscribe to our newsletter because Kayla's got even more foliage tips for you in tomorrow's edition. You can sign up for free at dc.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Bye.